We're live. All right. We did it. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Man, E3 happened. <laughs> that it was sure did. And now we are backlogged on things to talk about. Hooray. I don't know. News quieted down a ton. Well, I, I would bloody hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The games have slowed down, kind of. I don't know. Nothing's coming out. Nothing huge is coming out for a little bit, I guess. Mario Maker's next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mario Maker. And Which I'm excited. I got that, like, preloaded on my Switch or whatever. And if you're me, the Sinking City comes out two days before it. Or maybe a day before it. The 27th. Oh, fuck. I guess that's going on the back burner. Well. They're still coming. There you go. And they don't stop yep. coming. They don't stop coming. Nope. What have you guys been up to? How was your weekends? Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting ready Are for a trip. Packing, I, John? I leave uh, in about <laughs> six hours, eight, eight hours, something like that. My flight's at six o'clock in the morning, but I got to be out of here by four. Right. Yeah. You're going to a new convention? Yeah, I've never I've never been yeah. there before. It's called Too Many Games. So apparently it's a really good collector's convention, but I've never been personally. Okay. Is there like is there stuff you're looking to buy? Uh probably. Okay. I don't I don't Do have, have a, list. Like a list. I don't have like, a list. No? I'm going there and being like, all right, let me see what Saturn games I can find that I don't have and then just kind of pick up whatever I feel like. Okay. Are you trying to get every Saturn game? Yeah, and I'm pretty close. I think I'm less than 20 away. Nice. Wow. Are you at the point where you're double buying sometimes because you might not have it, but you don't know? Like, are you at the point where you just don't know what you have? That's that's why I write down. That's why the backlogger exists, literally to oh, stop yeah. me from doing that. So you just, like, check it right away if you have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. Cool, cool. Um... How long are you going to be away for? I come back Sunday. I leave Thursday morning. The con is Friday to Sunday, and they fly us back Sunday night. So I think I get oh. back in at like midnight. All right. Oh, so, oh, they're like sponsoring you to go? Yeah, uh, we're guests. So TRG is going to be doing a show. Right. So you have a panel and stuff. Yep. Is it, is it, um, is it your quiz one? It's Throne Controllers, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. And what city is that in? That is Oaks, Pennsylvania. I've never heard of Oaks, Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Is it like a small town? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember what airport they fly us into to get there. It's it's not the capital of Pennsylvania, is it? No, no, it's not. Uh, Do you know what the capital is? You think I know something about America? (laughs) You you just knew it wasn't the capital. I... (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I don't actually remember where I'm flying into. <sighs> okay. I'm assuming Oaks is a small town. I have never heard of this place, but who knows? People don't talk about Pennsylvania too often. True. Uh, what's new with you, Paul? Nothing. Living. All right. It's an exciting cool. time to be alive. <laughs> We got someone in the chat saying, I live in Pennsylvania and I have never heard of Oaks. <laughs> Damn. 
All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, What's the capital yeah. of Pennsylvania while we have you here? Yeah, please just Google stuff for us. Yeah. This, this is like the slowest Google search. This is actively worse. Let me Google um, that for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, have a fun time, John. All right, well, the population yes. is not listed on uh, Wikipedia, which actually surprised me. Huh. Someone says Harrisburg, which I've also never heard of. I have heard of Harrisburg, but probably just somebody like reciting capitals. I've never put that together. Okay. <laughs> also, I'm looking this up. I don't believe anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's Harrisburg. That's the capital. Cool. Yep. Well, All right. Let's see um, with you. How was uh, relaxing after the E3 trauma at work? It was good. I had a few days off. That was nice. Okay. Long weekend. Cool. I can tell you. I can tell you some movies that you should and you shouldn't see. Yeah. Okay. Since I've last done a movie update. Let's go. Netflix movie. I am mother. Very good. I've heard sci-fi this. thriller yeah. about a robot. It's a very cool movie. It's on Netflix. You should check it out. Okay. Um, have I talked about Dark Phoenix? You said you were going to it, but I okay. Yeah, you don't need to see that. That movie's bad. Yeah, okay. That is a super Oof. just kind of boring movie. Sure, that's not a great movie. Okay. Um. What did I see after that? Uh, I've seen Late Night. That's a good movie. Okay. I thought there was one more bad movie somewhere in there. Oh, Men in Black International. That's just a yeah. bummer that it's a bad movie. Like, I like those first three movies quite a bit. International is just, like, boring and just, like, not interesting. And it's nowhere close to as fun. Yeah. That's a bummer considering the concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, the... I like Tessa Thompson. I like Chris Hemsworth, but their characters are just like uninteresting. And even like the ace, the aliens in this one are just not fun or cool in a way that you come to expect from those men in black movies. Right. Uh, so honestly, just go watch like one of the first two again and you'll have a great time. The third one's fine too, but you know, the, those first two are definitely the, the best or maybe go watch that animated series. Mm. I don't remember oh, man, a ton about cartoon. it, but I did watch That was it. so good. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was, was it good? good. I, 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 well, I enjoyed I, it as a kid. So exactly, yeah. I enjoyed it as a kid. So who knows what that means? Yeah. Um, but maybe just go watch that since there's no way you remember it, listener. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> who's watching that show right? these days? Um, yeah. Anyway, there's your there's your movie movie catch up for the for the week. Cool. Um, but with that, let's get into some video games, what the podcast is about. Uh, this is the Top Down Perspective for June 19th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. And, uh, John, you're, you're going to be leaving us, so what have you been playing? Ha <laughs> ha, nothing. Right, I've, Paul, I've been, got, I've been oh. busy unpacking stuff. Uh, the office is almost unpacked and it's, it's getting there. All yeah. the bookshelves are in place. I just got to get the last few things I need. And then get everything displayed and then clean up all the mess and the cardboard. And then Are you going to put any furniture in there? Uh, so, I mean, there's a couch over there just out of shot. Oh, okay. Uh, with like another TV and a bunch of games set up. And also just out of shot is a coffee table, which I'm going to put uh, behind me and uh, re-suggested getting like some small beanbag chairs. So there's just like a little area where people can sit down and play like handheld games or like 
consoles I can't put in good spots, like a mini arcade cab or like my Vectrex. So, okay, yeah, okay. there'll be there'll be a little bit of furniture. Would you would you call your office a man cave? It qualifies. I don't like okay. the term, but it qualifies. Yeah, I hate that term. So I'm it's, glad it's we're not a on, great term. I was definitely. I'm glad we're on the same. I, that page. was a loaded question. <laughs> yeah. you, Maybe you should come up with like a cool name for it. And right now, I just call it the office. So, right, but that's like boring and stuffy. Right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Which is what this room is. <laughs> nothing. Okay. Nothing here is exciting. <laughs> nothing like, fun. Yeah. Nothing fun happens here. Just a bunch of games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, just for looking not for playing yeah. yeah so the only thing i i i streamed on monday and i did game clearing so i did incredible crisis for ps1 oh uh, which okay. is a, a weird mini game collection about a family who has an extremely strange day happen to them yeah so uh it's very weird wacky japanese humor and the whole soundtrack is ska music because it's done by the was it japanese or you know tokyo ska punk paradise or Tokyo Ska Did Orchestra. Did we talk about like this recently? Ska soundtrack is familiar to me for some reason. <laughs> mm, no. Last time I played this game, I was, uh, was five months ago, four months ago. Okay, maybe someone wrote in about a Ska soundtrack. Maybe. We definitely talked about a Ska soundtrack. We definitely talked about Ska at some point. That's true. I mean, I just, I live that Ska life, so. Heck yeah, this is a hard. This is a hard sentence to say without just cracking up laughing. Yeah, that's a weird right. one. I don't even. What would that even mean? Like, I don't know. Like checkered vans. <laughs> I guess um, horn probably. section follows me everywhere. A horn. Yeah, I definitely got a horn section. Like maybe like suspenders. Suspenders. Yep, for sure. Oh God! In, in some capacity. I don't know if I can live the suspenders life. Yeah. Kind of just a lack of friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Like, Damn. Almost as if you're forgotten. Scott, Scott went and, dark. And Holy do, shit. People don't know about you anymore. I can no longer Damn. follow you down this path. <laughs> Damn. They forgot that you were alive. Wow. <laughs> All right. We got some people writing in with some ideas to name your office. Um, they're all bad. I'm going to read a few of them out. <laughs> wow. We got... A game cave or gamer cave? Game. What do you think about that? No. No? How about the John cave? No. Too any better? It's too on the nose. This one, uh, the proton cave? No. Why, is ca- why does cave have to be in all of these? <laughs> okay, fine. I'll pick, I'll pick one that doesn't have cave. Give me a sec. Um, the kid's cave? No, damn it. That has cave in it. <laughs> Damn it, as kid. Uh, everyone submitted something with cave. The pre museum cave. The game library. That's that doesn't a, have cave. That's a bit more the feel I'm going for, honestly. Okay. I kind of want that library feel. Plato's cave? <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> that's too smart for this podcast. <laughs> Proton bunker? I don't I'm not a huge fan of any of these. Alright, moving on. Uh so, other than that, I got to play a tiny bit of Bloodstained Ritual of the Night tonight. Oh, perfect. perfect. Hey, don't worry. Me too, Paul. actually. <laughs> yep. Uh, I got, I honestly, I only got to play the very beginning just so I could cut a, a quick promo video that I just posted on Twitter oh. showing that we have an in-game item in the game. Oh, neat. Okay. Because you're like a backer or something? Uh, no, we were uh, we were one of the clans, so they asked a bunch of YouTubers to be 
like start clans for the credits. So people could pick to be in our group and they would be listed underneath us in the credits in our group. And also we got it for an in-game item because of it. So I opted for the uh, the Wesker egg as a as a helmet. <laughs> but uh, after some discussion, it went from being a helmet to be just straight up like a mascot head that goes over the character. Oh, and God. I didn't realize, and I think I missed this part, where it shows up in all the cutscenes. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's great. It's so good. Just just look at the video I put on Twitter. It's like a minute long. And uh, even like the first couple of cutscenes you see in the beginning of the game, it's just so good. <laughs> I can't wait to play through the whole game and just ruin it because of that stupid helmet. It's so good. So... Like when they when someone else backed the game, they had to choose a clan to be a part of. Yeah. So, so the way they originally described it to us was that uh, people would choose whatever clan they were in and they would get a code saying how to unlock like their specific item for that clan. And I guess that plan changed at some point because anyone can use the code. So, hmm. it, OK, so I can get your egg thing. Yeah. So what you have to do is okay. when you start a new file, you have to name the file like whatever the cheat code is. In my case, it's egg farm. All caps. But like there's uh, there's a cave name. I, no, uh, but there's like 20 <laughs> different YouTubers that were involved. So there's like a bunch of different things like uh, two best friends play have references in there despite not being around anymore. Um, the grumps are in there. A bunch of my friends got in there with stuff like uh, people have weapons you can use. People have uh, other masks you can use. Uh, it all seems it's like it's it's okay starting equipment too like it's defense plus five which will get you at least a little bit into the game based on hmm. previous castlevanias anyways okay well that, i mean that's cool yeah and again and in the credits it's gonna say like proton john's clan and then the people that chose you i guess so i'll find out if if it was only five people or not hmm. like i have no idea how many people backed my clan and the only way to know is to okay. beat the game and watch the credits <laughs> Sure. Well, I mean, or yeah, just watch the credits. And but but the thing is, too, like there's so many other like higher level YouTubers and streamers in there that I'm just like, I'm going to be one of the smaller clans. I know it. I think getting an item is already a pretty big. But getting an item thing, is so. crazy. I'm I'm so thrilled that I in like in a Egovania, I'm, I'm I've got an item that is like that's my day made. And then mm. finding out that it, it also shows up in the cutscenes kind of made like my whole year, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. I thought like, oh, it's, it's like it's cosmetic. But when you're running around, but like when they do cutscenes, it'll go away. Nope. <laughs> Hilarious. That is cool. Hilarious. <laughs> OK, well, I mean, with that, Paul, why don't you just continue with uh, what you've been playing? Yeah, um, I mean, I played Bloodstained today a little bit. Um, I can't wait to get back into it more. I'm not the biggest fan of this type of Castlevania, but since we're doing the old-style Castlevania for TDP+, and I've been playing a bunch of that, it's kind of nice change to, like... I mean, whatever. It's kind of a nice change to be able to control completely, like, nice controls on a game. Yeah, have, like, a good game to play. Well, that's not true. <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> true, anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's just been kind of the nice, like, other style to go to. And it's the new thing that, like, hasn't been completely spoiled for me yet. And, uh, yeah, I'm super stoked to play more of it. It feels exactly the way it probably should. 
And I was a little skeptical at first because Mighty Number no. 9 happened and that was supposed to be better. <laughs> so I was kind of like, oh, maybe these old game styles just aren't good anymore in this modern age. This kind of proves that wrong. It plays totally fine and I can't wait to see more of it. Uh, I don't have a lot to talk about on it yet, though. Um, I've been playing Void Bastards a bunch. I know you talked about this a while ago. <clears throat> and it's exactly like you said. Yeah. It's a first-person FTL where you, like, have the star grid where to decide where you want to go for whatever you're, like, scavenging for or looking for. And then when you get and resources there... Resources and stuff. Yeah. And then when you get there, you, you, like, board a ship or, like, a convenience mart or whatever... And you go in and if it's like a store of some kind, you just buy whatever you want if you have the monies or means to. And if it's a ship, you usually just run into a bunch of things that are trying to get you off the ship by killing you or whatever. And you're just scavenging for stuff to make. Yeah. What do you think of like the like the dialogue and the humor? It's only really the one type of uh, monster. <laughs> Whatever the fuck they are, the like little short dudes that are like oi and like kind of annoying and saying British slang at you all the time, right? I mean, they all talk like the like scribes are like always like worrying or whatever, and the um tourists are just like bumbling idiots. Yeah, the tourists are just like slimes that explode if you scare them or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, but also like the uh. Just like the main narrator in general. Oh, okay. The robot yeah. dude. Yeah, no, I've, it's honestly more charming than I thought it would be, the way it was described. <laughs> so, yeah, I think yeah. it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. I enjoy quite a bit. I really like that gameplay style, too, of um, kind of seeing how far you can go. It, I guess the big difference between this and FTL is FTL, you're trying to get to a certain end spot and being strong enough to take on the end boss at the end of it. This is more like... And then not being strong enough and... And dying over and, and over and over. Game. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yep. This is definitely more like a Rogue Legacy approach of you're trying to just get things to make your next run more powerful so you can get further in and further in. So you can kind of like... It kind of expects you to die quite a few times and like push further and further each time because you get more items and unlock more stuff and whatnot. So it's kind of neat. Um, I like just the aesthetic of everything in it. Like I like the, like the comic book stuff. Like, no, I mean like the actual items itself, the comic book stuff. Sure. But like, I really like like the kitty bomb. That's just like a cat robot that like distracts them and then blows up when they get near right. them. And just like, I don't know, weird, cutesy little things like that. I think it's a neat game, and I've been having quite a bit of fun with it. Um, State of Decay 2, I went back to, and I've continued playing a bunch of that. I lost my first group of survivors completely, and so I've been playing with the new ones in that like update that they had. The uh, story mode? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the new thing's called Heartland that they released, so that's what I've been trying right. out. That's just more State of Decay 2, but I like that game. It's been fun. Good time. Um, these are all because of Xbox on PC, by the way, for Game Pass. For Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, and more importantly, I've been playing Opus Magnum, which is a game I've been wanting to play for a while. This is one of the Zachtronics games, uh, which if people don't know what that name means, it means... You better expect programming. 
<laughs> of some sort. Zachtronics games are like games that are basically all programming types of. Oh, like, this is that like machine thing. Yeah, I've seen like a thousand gifs of this on Twitter you, and didn't know what it was. You make alchemy machine uh, machines, yeah. So the idea is is that there is a story. You're like a budding alchemist, and every one of those like little symbol balls or whatever are you're making machines to like continuously just produce like a certain substance or object or whatever. So like one of the first things you do is like. Uh, aircraft fuel or oil or something like that and it tells you like this is what you need to make and then these are your pieces or whatever and then you're just making the automation of like things grabbing each other and like moving them to the finished product zone and then you get rated on how much area surface area on the screen you used how efficient it is uh like how many cycles it takes to do one and then um the cost because each piece has like a certain cost associated with it as well so it's just a puzzle game but it's super fun and i've been interested in a while those games don't seem to go down in price very often to a price point that like i enjoy i like puzzle games but i don't like spending a lot on them is the thing which is why it took me it took me a long time for the witness for, for me to play the witness like in fact it took me until it was free and given to me to play it and kind of the same with this like for a dollar i was able to basically play this and a few other things currently uh yeah i'm really really enjoying it it's a good time and if you like puzzles and have like that programming brain thing of like there's a problem and these are your tools to solve it and then you just solve it it's super, super satisfying. And I really like that when you do a thing at the very end, it's like, congratulations, you beat the puzzle or whatever. And one of the buttons is just like make a GIF of it. And then you just click that oh, okay. and it gives it puts it right on the desktop for you of like the looping automation over and over. That's why I was seeing so many. Okay, it's that makes sense. Brilliant, brilliant way to get people to share your game. Um, other than that, Cadence of Hyrule came out. And it's one of the high points yeah. of my year. <laughs> so it's very good. Yeah. It took me, I would say, maybe half an hour to get into the rhythm of how that game plays because it's not like a screen by screen thing. It's kind of like, you know, an overworld and dungeons and stuff. Like it's a Legend of Zelda game, but like in rhythm, kind of. And so I was just like, okay, whatever. And then I get in the rhythm of the game and I didn't stop playing for like five hours my first. Uh, session and i've just been steadily plugging away at it ever since that game have you beat have you beaten it no i'm two what are they called instruments or whatever in yeah dungeons yeah like i think you have to collect four it said so i would say i guess i'm halfway i've explored the whole overworld though Oh, okay, so you're just, like, taking your time with it? Because I'm pretty sure you could probably beat this game in, like, a few hours. Yeah, no, I've been looking for, like, all the secrets and getting the chests and all that stuff. I really, really like just listening to the music in the overworld. And then I've just been going in the dungeons and taking my time through them as well. But, uh... Right, yeah, the music is fantastic. Yeah. I, like, oh, it is so good. Um, I I tweeted about this and I showed it to you beforehand. The boss music for the Death Mountain yeah. dungeon the uh spiel or however you say it yeah is so good it's a remix of the uh song of storms mm-hmm. um 
and that is so far like my favorite music and it's really great yeah um but even just the overworld is real good there's just a lot of really good music in there for sure yeah for sure uh so it does the um the link between worlds or the uh you know breath of the wild thing of you can take the dungeons on in whatever order you want yeah uh so which two did you do uh the first one was oh my god i forgot what you get from it it's the four no not four the five like statues the statue that bursts into five with like rock guitars i think that's the one i haven't done (laughs) oh okay so i've done three i did the water dungeon or ice dungeon i guess okay uh i did the wind dungeon which is the death mountain one up in the top right and then i did the poison dungeon okay kind of near the lost woods area sure um and i want to say so mine was what the desert dungeon probably was it in the desert maybe i'm heading towards the desert right in the bottom right right that's where i'm heading at the moment Okay. Which one was the poison one? That sounds familiar. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a little southish of you. It's it's like a forest. Like it's it would be like the forest dungeon, but there's just lots of poison stuff around. Um Go Maracas is the uh boss, which is another great pun. There's a lot of good music puns mixed with Zelda stuff. Like it is a very smart game. Yeah, I know for sure. I'm just trying to see which boss it was. So the one go maracas. It's a spider. Yeah, no, that's not the one I did. Okay, you probably you probably did the ice one then. If you haven't done the whiz mountain or whiz robo, apparently. And the other one I was talking about is bass guitarmos nights. So (laughs) there you go. Yeah, no, I'm super enjoying it. I really, really love it a lot. Uh, I think it's brilliant that, like, on the overworld, after you beat all the monsters, you can just kind of explore that screen, like, freely, not in time. There's been a lot of times where right. I just, like, looked around for secrets and stuff and just played, paid a little more close attention than just, like, trying to go from point to point. Right. We should we should explain that whole mechanic for, for people who aren't familiar with what this really is. Sure. Um, so if you if you didn't play Crypt of the Necrodancer, you're, you're probably pretty confused. Oh, yeah. The world is set up as a grid, which, you know, Legend of Zelda is set up as a grid. Um, but everything is moving along the grid in uh, in time with the music. And there's like a, a beat kind of tracker, a visual one along the bottom. And so if you can continue to move at the same at the same beat, your attacks will be stronger. You don't get any, there's not really a negative for going against it. You just won't have a stronger attack. Right. <clears throat> um, and then anytime you clear a screen of any kind of threat or enemy that just goes away completely. And then you can like kind of move free form uh, until you go to the next area or whatever. Right. Um, there is also a mode to turn that off. Mm. Uh, did you come across this? No, and honestly, I don't. I don't think I would because that's the part yeah, I like I, of this game. Yeah, I chose game. not to either. But the fairy said it to me like, "You seem to be missing a lot of beats." Oh. <laughs> hey, there's this other mode, and I didn't think I was actually missing that oh, many. Okay, maybe um, you just came across it at some point then. I, yeah. Oh, I'm kind of surprised you didn't then, because I would assume I was missing some kind of at a natural pace. Because you're not going to be perfect forever. Mm. Um. But anyways, it you can turn off the the beat tracking so that everything the enemies will only move when you move 
Oh, I see. Uh, okay. So you still have to kind of anticipate what's going on, but you can kind of take as long as you want to be like, okay, well, I know this guy attacks, you know, diagonally, and then he sits for two spots, and then he attacks again, and then he moves or whatever. Sure. So it becomes a bit of like a strategy-ish game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now you're not like have the threat of the music kind of making you go fast. Right. Um, yeah, I, I chose not to play that one because this game isn't really hard enough for so yeah, far that I've been no, I that. definitely agree. <clears throat> it. I will say it was Which, the at its hardest ever. The very few couple times that you only have the dagger and you're just getting used to how it rolls. After that, like the big thing is that after you like you just start finding like a normal sword. Basically, it's way easier. Like the different weapons make right. that game so much easier. Getting the spear was a game changer. The spear almost feels cheap. Like honestly, yeah. so that's what I was gonna say. My my one issue with this game is first off, I wish it was longer. Yeah. Because, like I said, I think if you're kind of just going at a natural pace, you'll beat it in maybe five hours and then however long the cleanup takes. Okay, sure. So I wish there was kind of more. There's only the four dungeons. I think the dungeons are pretty short. They're only like two kind of standard necro dancer floors and then a boss. Yeah, they're very short. Um, So I kind of wish the dungeons had a bit more to them. Even if it was just like some puzzle solving, there isn't any puzzle solving in this game, really. Right. Um, the biggest puzzle, it would be like, how do I get this block over there so I can go up a ledge? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then pushing it properly. Um, so that, that part's kind of missing from, a from a Zelda. Yeah. Um, but I do think there's a bit of a pacing issue of, cause it starts off pretty hard. I was dying pretty frequently, yeah. but then, yeah, you just get like the spear or a broadsword, yeah. And then like, after I hit the first dungeon and got, and unlocked the spear, and then I also came across the ring that heals me when I get a kill. Oh, like yeah. I was, I barely ever die anymore. Like I am almost unkillable. I have so many hearts. Yeah, and then that just you know becomes like you know increases exponentially. <clears throat> I do think the game takes this into account with some of the bosses, and I think the bosses get more difficult if you take tackle them later on okay um i could be mistaken but what i noticed with the most recent boss i did which was the spider one after i went through and and like took out all of its hearts yeah it had like a speed up like a second form and none of the other ones had that so i don't know if that was specific to that one or if it's just because i'm in the second half of the game every boss will have a second form now see i did so the statues first and, See, I haven't done that. And when I beat the statues, the main one, like his like doppelganger ones that he creates or whatever, the main one had like an enrage and got faster and a bit harder. Okay, so maybe I'm just mistaking and they don't actually. Or get you've harder. been killing them too uh, fast <laughs> for them to make a difference. Well, it's it, it's not just that because like this one, like specifically, I took out all of its health and then it got a new health meter. Oh no! Okay, like, that there was straight up happen. a second form to it. I see. Okay. Okay. Um. So it, it, I, I would need to look into it a bit more. That would make sense to me that they would just figure out like, oh, you, you this is your third dungeon, so we're going to double up on the difficulty or whatever. Right. Or even if it's just like we're going to make the health meter longer or whatever it is. Um, that helps too, actually. Being able to take one extra hit and a lot of times has helped so much of just getting like a heart in the early game. Sure. So um, it, it definitely gets easier. And honestly, there's a point where it actually just kind of plays like a Legend of Zelda game, even to like, even with the beat thing and less of a Necro Dancer thing, because like 
you don't stop. Like it's so easy. And yeah, you don't stop moving really. And like, it's just kind of become second nature of just like tapping the button a certain way rather than just like holding it basically. Yeah, I don't know. Right. It's neat. Uh, I like it quite a bit. It's it's weird because like the first Necro Dancer is so hard. It's very that difficult. Is, yeah, is insanely hard. That's like a, it's like an FTL level of this is a difficult game. Um, so it's weird that they went so far in the other direction with the difficulty. I, I kind of wish it was a that uh, Cadence was a bit harder. Mm. I actually think there is a hard mode. I know there's a um, permadeath mode. Okay. At that point, I that's not what I'm really looking for. Um. Anyway, though, I'm definitely enjoying it. It is so cool that this thing exists. Yeah, this is such a this is such a weird thing, and I and I love it, and I love that I'll be able to be like, hey, do you remember this is remember this Zelda game? Like, this is easily one of my favorite Zelda games now, just because of how weird it is. Who are you playing, or who did you start as, Link or oh, Zelda? Good question. I did Zelda. Me too. Okay. Oh man, I was hoping you did Link because I could ask about yeah. it. Yeah, I'm playing as Cadence um, now though, because how do you switch? You just find her randomly in the overworld, and she's like, "Hey, I'll join your adventure if you want." I guess. Oh, okay. Because I found her in like caves and stuff. Yeah, she's just there somewhere. I don't remember where. Honestly, I couldn't even spoil it if I wanted to for you. She's there. Right. I would. I. I thought if I found Link, I thought it said that if you find Link, you, you'll be able to like switch around. I have not and found it. Sounds Link like yet. that's the case. Yeah, I went to Link's house because this is basically Link to the Past. Like yeah. the house is right where you think it is in comparison to Hyrule Castle. And he wasn't there. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah, I chose Zelda because I was like, I never get to play as Zelda. I play as Link all the time. Oh, I guess the last thing I would say or ask you how do you feel about like the durability on stuff? Like rings and boots and stuff. Rather, so like if you find good boots, you're eventually going to like run out of them. And you're, do you like that or do you, right. are you not yeah. for it? Uh, I don't care that like like I said, this game gets so easy; it doesn't matter. Right. And once you break something, like the next enemy you kill will drop it. Yeah. <laughs> like every time you do die and you have your choice of like things to buy, mm-hmm. it's like I'm not going to buy any of this stuff. I'm going to kill one person and you're going to drop the thing for me. There's no point yeah like buying a shovel no buying a torch doesn't matter i'm gonna kill a few enemies and you'll drop them for me anyway you get so many shovels oh my god they're everywhere (laughs) yeah so yeah uh but again yeah get that spear buy that spear early on and that this game becomes a breeze that spear is a yeah that's almost like cheating almost because man yep (laughs) because you like don't even have to like learn the enemy rules you just have to be like oh he's two away from me now attack yeah Uh, but yeah, good game. I'm liking it a lot. I like it a lot too. Uh, that's all I've been playing. All right. Uh, okay. In the last two weeks, uh, let's see. I've played some Full Metal Furies. Okay. How was that? Um, that I'm I'm liking that game quite a bit. I'm playing that co-op with a buddy, um, which seems like the way to do it. They really want you to play co-op. You can play um, solo, but it just does not seem like you would want to do that because. You got to switch around characters. This is a uh, beat 'em up, mm-hmm. um, and it's very similar in progression to Rogue Legacy, which makes sense. It's that developer again, right? Um, but just the idea of like, oh, you can upgrade your health like fifteen times. You can upgrade your defense like fifteen times, and and 
But instead of it being a roguelike, this has like a world map and you're going from level to level. There's a good amount of humor involved with it. Uh, it's, it is just a really solid game. Um, so yeah, it's on Game Pass. I can't recommend it enough, especially if you have people to play with. It seems super fun. Cool. Uh, I also started Guacamelee 2. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yep, because Bloodstain is coming out, and I was like, man, I want to play some some Metroidvania. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Guacamelee 2, unsurprisingly, is fantastic. So was the first one. Um, this one, the, the whole premise is that there is a Mexiverse. Okay. Uh, where they bring in all these different universes. There's like the dark timeline and the groovy timeline. And you have to save all these different universes as the last remaining, um, whatever your character is. You're the only one alive. So they find you in this, whatever timeline and they pull you out of it. And they're like, we need you to save the Mexiverse. Um, and it's delightful. It's silly. You can turn into a chicken. Uh, so yeah, Quacamelia 2 is is just really great. <clears throat> um I also have been playing a bit of Overcooked because they came out with a new piece of DLC. Okay. And what I didn't realize is that a couple months ago they came out with more DLC and a season pass. Oh. Okay. Um so this is Overcooked 2 might just be like my favorite live game at this point. They're putting so much content out. Yeah, I'm going to look into this. <laughs> so what's the new DLC? What did they add? There's a couple pieces of DLC. Okay. The one I missed was called Campfire Cookout, which it's all campfire related stuff. So you're, you know, you're you're in like tree houses making stuff and whatnot. And the final level is insanely difficult. Like we can't even get one star. We want to get one star so we can just finish it up. But it is real hard. Okay. And then the most recent DLC is Night of the Hangry like Horde. The ho- Night of the Hangry Horde, which adds a horde mode to this game. Yeah, I'm looking at this right now. Um, wow. Yeah, so while you're cooking stuff, the unbred are trying to break into your kitchen. So you have to, like, board up the walls and stuff while you're cooking and whatnot. Sure. Um, haven't played any of that. Can't really talk about that stuff exactly. Um, I'm working my way through the campfire cookout. But the season pass is 20 bucks, and you get it gets you both of those. Um, I know the hangry one by itself is like 10 and I think campfire was like six or seven. I just added them up um, actually. So the stuff that's already out altogether is $30 and 90 cents. So you're saving five already. And then there's another one for $7 coming out. Yeah. Then yeah. So it uh, makes sense. Season passes are always a better deal than buying them piecemeal. Yep. And I've been buying everything. So of course I was going to pick up the season pass. Sure. Um, I'm glad they are supporting Overcooked 2 so much. They did like one piece of content for Overcooked 1, and I think it was the Christmas one. They have so much more. Actually, there may have been an island one for Overcooked 1 as well, so there was two. This one's had like six already. Yeah, they've, they had uh, a few. So that, yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm excited to see that. Yep. Uh, moving on, I've been playing some Elder Scrolls Legends on my phone. I briefly mentioned this last week. Yeah, Elder Scrolls um, Hearthstone. How do you like it? Yeah, it's it's Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, I guess the unique thing about this one lanes. is le- it has lanes yeah. and lanes are cool. So instead of just one like playing field where you put your cards down, there's sometimes two. Most of the time there's two. Yeah. Um, and there will also be different mechanics involved with the different lanes. So one of them will be like covered in mist or, or shadows. That's what it is. It's covered in shadows. So that'll mean uh, for the first turn, this enemy cannot be attacked because it's hidden, basically. Um, 
but the lanes are also interesting because you can't attack directly across the lanes from each other, uh, like into a different lane. You can only attack what is yeah. in your lane. Unless your card says otherwise, there are things like, you know, if it, yeah. it'll uh, work for adjacent stuff. Um, but that's just kind of a fun little twist. Uh, they also have these, I think they're ruins or something around your health. Every every five health, you start with 30 health, every five health, a, a ruin breaks. And then you get to draw a card. And there are cards designed around, if this is drawn during a broken ruin, you can play it right away. Yeah, what um, is that again? Prophetic like or profit or something? Prophecy. Prophecy, yeah. Which those are those are good against like decks about like rushing you really fast. Yeah. And you don't have a time to like think back. Well, it's like, well, if I just make a bunch of prophecy cards, they can hit me as much as they want, and it's gonna let me put out a bunch of of monsters. So that's yeah, no, there's cool some too. really good ideas unique. in it, honestly. Yeah, the, the the reason I'm playing it so much is it has a story mode. It does. That's like true. several different stories. Yep. I'm still in the first story mode. There's like four. Um, and there's just something really nice about I don't need to connect with someone online. I can play as slow as I want. Just load up the story mode and just like play another chapter or whatever. So I'm liking that quite a bit. And that's the that's the draw for me. Um, and it's obviously it's free. Yeah, I could buy card packs, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um my one complaint is it keeps giving me push notifications about Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm about to turn the push notifications off because I I don't care about like else elsewhere or whatever the next content update for Elder Scrolls Online um, is going to be. It's elsewhere. <laughs> you know, that okay. other place. Elsewhere. Yeah, somewhere exactly. else. Yeah. Somewhere else. Some other location. <laughs> Another. Yeah. Different spot. Yeah. Um. Uh, but there's no like uh, energy mechanics or anything in terms of that kind of free to play nonsense. It's just buy card packs. It seems like uh, actually there could be. I haven't really looked outside the story mode, so I'm, so don't quote me on that. But the story mode is fun. I like the story mode. Yeah, no, it's that that game is actually pretty fun. It has some good ideas in it. I really do like the, the sure. catch up mechanics, essentially what you're talking about, where if you're getting your ass handed to you, you might draw like four amazing cards and then like get back yep. in so it's cool yep. um and the last game i will talk about is a plague tale yeah uh which uh runs fine on my computer of course it does you're um <laughs> why are you doubting this <laughs> well it's just it's always such a surprise because i've never i've never been in this, okay in this world. um although this thing makes my graphics card so loud yeah like it is crazy how loud it gets to the point where I was like, I got to play with headphones. And, and then it got, I was like, I still, this is still so loud. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to try the steam link again. Uh-huh. Let's get, and let's play it on the couch. Did it work? Um, it works and it, it runs fine, okay. but it does the, the, since it's streaming, it does the whole thing. Netflix does of when like the internet dips a bit, it starts like artifacting oh. and getting blocky. <laughs> <Gross>. Okay. <laughs> um, so it kept going back and forth from that. And it was doing things like if I was standing still, yeah, everything would like crisp up and look nice. Yeah. And then when I would like rotate the camera, it would get blocky because like it's like fuzzy or something building the geometry or whatever. And um, which is annoying when you're like walking through like buildings that have tons of rats everywhere. And you're like, is that a shadow or is that like a fuck ton of rats? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I have to, like, stop the character from moving to, like, see, like, okay, that's not a shadow. I can't go that way yet. Maybe try turning stuff um, like motion blur if it's on off. That might be doing it. Maybe. Um, honestly, it was fine because it was still running smoothly. 
Okay. It was just looking kind of crappy. Uh-huh. And I I didn't care too much anyways. I was just wanting to try out the Steam Link. Sure. So I'll probably actually... That's the thing, though, is like I, if I bring it back to the computer, I'm stuck at 1080. Yeah. Where And no HDR. Like moving it to the screen up on in the living room was like, wow, this game looks so much better than at my computer. Yeah. Um, but I might just come back to the computer and put like some big headphones on, uh, so, so that I'm drowning out the noise. Um, but anyways, that's a, that's a cool game. Yeah. You've talked about it a ton. You know, it's just, a, it's a stealth game. Uh, I'm just kind of liking the whole atmosphere and, and kind of just stuff going on with that. It's, it's interesting. Downtrodden is the word I use for that atmosphere consistently. Yeah. <laughs> There's a crafting there's there, crafting it, mechanics in this game is. that I don't think are like needed. Like when yeah. they introduced this, I was like, this seems like, why is this in the game? You need to make your own ammo at some point. Oh, do you? Cause you get different types of ammo for your slingshot later. Okay. Yeah. Cause it was like, now you can carry like more pots. And I was like, I mean, that's fine, <laughs> but you kept giving me a pot every time I needed it. Like yeah. it, it almost seems like they looked at their game and they were like, I feel like this game's too shallow and it needs just like one more thing oh, no. in it. it needs one more gamey mechanic no there's a video game in there give it a little bit and you're like holy shit there's video game in this okay yeah to be fair i'm only in like chapter like three or four okay yeah it'll it'll get to the point where every chapter is a way for them to introduce the new game thing that they added and you'll be like wait what <laughs> i thought this was a story i will say this I, I had like this one boss fight. Yeah. This was in like chapter two or something. And it was the silliest I, <laughs> premise of this dude in his armor. Undressing him. And I had to like, uh, yeah. So I had to wait for him to swing his axe <laughs> and then I had to run behind him and throw a rock at, I guess, one of the buckles yeah. on his armor to break him. it off. And I had to do that like four times. Then I threw a rock so hard at his head. He, he died. died. I know. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's weird. It's it well. It's so silly. It's so like, silly. That 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 is so because this game for, for the most part is taking itself pretty seriously. Yeah. And then it's just like, all right, now throw rocks at this dude's buckles until his oh armor my God. falls off. You need to finish this game. You need to see this ending. I holy I plan shit. To. I plan to. <laughs> all right. I definitely plan. Yeah. To. Okay. That's all I've been playing. Okay. Uh, let's do a little bit of news. There's not much. Uh, that's worth talking about. Uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which is the next game from Niantic, the Pokemon Go developers, is coming out this Friday. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Really? Yep. Uh, I guess there was some kind of a event going on, and they announced this, uh, I guess this morning? Yeah, this, are you guys interested? No. I've never seen a Harry Potter movie in its fullest. Wow, really? Yeah. That sounds difficult. That's like a it, Yeah, especially since I movies. own most of them on DVD. Mm-hmm. You should watch them. They're they're like fine movies. I heard the first one's not very good, but yeah. 1 and 2 kind of just seem like Christmas movies almost in how just like whimsical they are, but like 3 is really good and and then on they get dark. Okay. Uh what about you, John? You're a big Pokémon Go fan. I don't care about Harry Potter, so not really. Okay. I, I mean, I'm going to try it because why not? I yeah. want to see what they're doing. Honestly, me too. Because um, why not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to, I'm as interested as I would be for like Minecraft Earth is I just kind of want to see like what people are doing in this space. To be fair, though, I didn't play that Garfield one. 
Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about the Garfield ripoff one. And, Paul, you did, right? Oh, yeah. I played a bunch of that Garfield one. So this has to be better than that. Well, I don't know. Does it have Garfield? <laughs> it doesn't. You know what does have Garfield, though? Is that Garfield Eats app. Have you seen this shit? I have, yeah, what? yeah. I have a... Fr- it's... I don't know if where... I know it's in Canada. I don't know if it's everywhere. I have a friend in Toronto that used it. Oh, why? All right. <laughs> is it in Canada? Are you looking this up, John? I'm... What the hell is this? Report report your findings. I want I want a fresh perspective on this. It's only in Toronto and Dubai. <laughs> also, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, because I was going to say, like, I've heard of this, but if it's in Canada, I need to go. I'm not going to Toronto. <laughs> World's first Garfield quick mobile restaurant. Yeah. Garfield eats pizza, lasagna, and coffee. Love me, feed me, uh, don't me. leave it's, me. They're called Garfachinos. The pizzas are actually shaped like Garfield's head. Yeah. Yep. The world's first enter-gaging pizza or delivery app. What is this? That's right. Enter-gaging. entertaining and engaging. Oh, I Garfield about loves that. weekends. Say yes to free lasagnas, pizzas, and Garfachinos. You'll be notified by a push. No way. <laughs> Call yeah. it. This is like the most like 90s pop-up site right now. is Holy one of shit. the worst words I've ever heard. What's that? Garfuccino yeah. is one of the worst words I've ever heard. Worse than entergagement? Because fuck, I hate that. I think. Oh, man, they got Jim Davis to talk too. about Garfa Eats. They, Gar, Jim, Jim Davis is in deep on this. Jim Davis is alive still? Damn. Yeah. Wow. He looks pretty old, but he's still alive. <laughs> wow. This is so weird. If this was in Calgary, so friend, I would have done this by now. So. This comic, so this comic strips on the drinks to- and everything. What the hell? Um, my friend ordered a pizza and a Garfuccino. It took two hours to get <laughs> oh, to him. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't that insane? I mean, that's too Could long, my dude. you imagine waiting two hours nope. for your delivery pizza? That's too long. Considering, like, didn't, like, Pizza Hut or whatever have, like, 30 minutes or it's free? No, I think that was Domino's and they dropped it because that okay. was crazy. They were losing money on it. People are asking about the prices. Do you have the prices I there? can't find that for some reason. There's Oh, I found the big cow lasagna. The price? Okay, let's see. Order no. here. Let's make an order for later. I think you have Toronto. the order if you want to actually see the price. Pick World's first Garfield-shaped pizza. And there's a little tiny dark chocolate Along Garfield Along the bar. side of the box, it... It it says, love me, feed me, don't leave me, which I guess is from the movie, but that's also weird. Confirm and view bit. menu. Okay, what do you boys want? What are we ordering? I uh, Give me some pizza. A pizza? Okay. What's a, what, what's a large Hawaiian? Oh, did you know that Garfield is apparently the chairman of Garfield Eats? That makes sense. Good. You can, you can meet the friends at the bottom of their site, so you see... The CEO, the co-founder, and the chairman. And the chairman's just Garfield. Oh, also the app has episodes of Garfield and Friends you can just watch. Makes sense. Great. Like the drinks have comics yeah. on them. Yep. All right, for Free pizza, gift, do you... dark do you, chocolate. Do you want Shish Kitchen, Is a Rib, Peroni, Garita, Giardino, Indiano, or Garnivore pizza? 
What are those names? What are you even talking? What are you? I'll, nothing I'll, you just I'll said was I'll take the pepperoni one, I guess. Oh, the Garfield Peroni pizza? Gotcha. I guess. Okay. Thanks. A large of that will be $18.99. And how one. big is a large? Um, One Garfield it's head. It's one head of Garfield. Yeah, it doesn't actually say. <laughs> what do you want? Like Jesus. a radius for Garfield's head yes. shape? What? How do you answer that? I love this. It, well, it's it, it's 13 inches if you go from like ear to chin, but it's only six if you go from it doesn't like say cheek to chin. What, uh, what's on it either. It just... <laughs> You just have to. You just have to know what a. <laughs> this is the menu. Is. I'm like, I'm ordering basically now, and you just have to know what a Peroni pizza is or is a rib. What's an is a rib pizza? Is a rib? Yeah. Can we try and guess what these are? Say the name. Say the names again. Okay, Garfield Shish Chicken Pizza. S H I S H Shish Chicken. What do you think, John? Obviously, something chicken. Obviously, chicken. Uh, like rotisserie chicken? I don't know. Just like uh, I'm gonna say, it's just a chicken. Fa- just chicken oh, this pizza. makes sense. I I found the descriptions of each item. Oh, okay. Shish chicken is our traditional Middle Eastern marinated chicken shish kebab, specially marinated for Garfield okay, shish okay. sprigs of handpicked lemon thyme mixed with oregano and olive oil on our national or natural dough bed, topped with fresh farm vegetables to your plate with our delicious. Garfield eats a secret sauce. Okay, well, okay. If you have the descriptions, then let's have me and Paul guess right. what they are. Okay. For is a right, rib, well, I'm thinking yeah, it's, it's, an, a rib. it's an Italian rib pizza. Like, is a rib. Like, like rib meat? Yeah. You know. Okay, so it's like it's a pulled pork. It's a rib so pizza. It's like a pulled pork pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. I could see that. Is that where you're going with, Sean? Like, a, yeah, like a pulled pork pizza. Nope. Is a rib pizzas are cowboy cut strips of ribeye steak, the center best portion of the rib steak on our natural wow. dough bed topped with fresh farm vegetables to your plate with our delicious Garfield secret sauce. What's the secret sauce, Great. I wonder? Secret. <laughs> yeah, Garfield Peroni is, is literally just pepperoni. pepperoni. That's an easy one, okay. Agrita is a with margarita special pizza. sweet and sour balsamic red onions. Also, it's got red onions and pepperoni. Uh, Garfield Garita is a margarita pizza. That's got to be a margarita. Yeah, margarita pizza. So, you know, tomato. Mozzarella toppings on our natural dough bread crammed with our delicious Garfield secret sauce. Okay. Uh, Giardino. See, this one's throwing me off because I think Giardino is the name of a brand of pizza in the States, right? Or is uh, that Giordano? Or what? Giordano, I know, is one. Okay. I don't actually know. Uh, I've Giordano's, I think, is something like that. It's something. We have something called Ghirardelli's chocolate, but I can't think of what you guys are thinking about. At least I don't think it's a West Coast thing. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea. What is it? What is it, John? Because I have no idea. Uh, rich leafy broccoli and green avocado on natural dough bed. Blah blah blah, and everything okay. is the same. So it's a it's a green okay. avocado avocado and broccoli pizza. I'd put avocado on a pizza, sure. I don't know, but I probably would not put broccoli the, on my pizza. There's the Garfield Indiano. I have no idea. I was trying to think of this. Indiano. Oh, probably like butter chicken or something, right? Like Indian spices of some sort. I I have no that idea. That would be a good guess, but I don't think so. 
Indian inspired pizza topped with fresh cheese, paneer, a rich source oh, of milk protein cooked with mild yeah. Garfield Eats secret uh, masala sauce infused with light Indian spices. I'm going to take a. Uh, Do they have a cheese? Do they have a cheese pizza? Uh, mm-hmm. the, the closest they have was the marinara. Or not the marinara, the uh, margarita. Rather. The margarita. The margarita. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. And Garnivore is a um, meat lover's, right? Uh, that has to be a meat lover's. It has the to closest be. they've got, I guess. Which one? Mm-hmm. Garnivore. Garnivore. That's not on this site. Oh, weird. <laughs> okay, I can or, order it's, one. It's not on that li- that list I'm using here. <laughs> it's eighteen ninety nine okay. for a large of that. Anyway, the moral of the story yeah. is that the Harry Potter game comes out on Friday. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot all about that. Okay. <laughs> Let me close all these tabs I have oh open with Garfield. Oh my god, on. just kill me now. <laughs> um, all right, next up is the Dr. Mario World game. The mobile Dr. Mario game has a release date of July 10th. You can already like, you know, pre-order your app right now. Yeah, whatever you. Yeah, there there's some pictures of like a Dr. Peach, Dr. Toad, Dr. Bowser. Okay, Dr. Yoshi. Is there a Dr. Yoshi? Yep. Okay. I don't think I would trust a Dr. Yoshi. Uh, I would not trust a Dr. Bowser. No, I think he's I think he's all right. <laughs> he seems reputable. Yeah, exactly. There's there's so, no someone, way that guy is someone not Someone pointed out they they compared his outfit for that game to the one he has in Odyssey, his tuxedo, and apparently mm. a bunch of the shit is the same, so he repurposed his wedding outfit so he could become a doctor. That's great. Well, I mean, the wedding's off. The, the shoes well. are the same. The pants are pretty similar. The The coat has a lot of similarities, but they took off like the, the purple. I mean, it's, it's he really probably funny. spent like upwards of 500 coins on that fucking it, suit. It you can't be it. easy to get a suit tailored to your body as Bowser. That's what I'm All saying. Those spikes Maybe have in really the Mushroom Kingdom it. is easy, though, because they don't have humans there. They have weird goblin people. Mm. But he's also the only like. Him and his son and I guess the Koopa kids are the only like koopalings we know of like those seven or eight that's still like ten but most of them don't wear clothing bowser's the only one shown wearing clothing unless you count that bib that bowser jr wears to try to be scary oh yeah yeah i don't i don't know i think we're asking questions that aren't meant to be answered uh this was just kind of a weird uh eb games now has a website where you can just look up what the trading value is Wow, they, uh, I only bring this up that because for ages. That's crazy. Because yeah, when we that. worked there, we weren't even allowed to say what the trading value on the phone was. They had to be in the store. Um, but yeah, now you can just search it up. It's ebgames.ca slash trade in or slash trade values. Uh, obviously, this is just for Canada, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I like this actually. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's super easy for the consumer, but. Yeah. Back at back in our time, they wanted people to be in the store asking about you, the game. And you can tell they're dying because this is the gasps of a dying <laughs> company. Right yeah. Here. Oh, for sure. Yep. Ubisoft came out and said that Just Dance 2020 will be the last Just Dance on the Wii. I saw this. Yeah. Um, which I guess that means this will be the last Wii game. Uh, I saw a limited run joking that they were going to release something on there on the Wii. But yeah, no, officially, this is the last Wii game. Yeah, there's a statement here from, I guess, director 
Alane Corps. I'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly. I think we are the last soldier standing. We are the last game on the Wii, and we are happy about that as there are still a lot of fans wanting to play on it. Now we see that now we see they are going to the Switch, and at the end of the year, that Just Dance 2020 will be one of the best games on the Switch because there are more and more families playing on it. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So the Wii started with Ubisoft, ending with Ubisoft. It's poetic. Yep. And the last bit of news is this weird statement from EA today about loot boxes and surprise mechanics. Did you guys see this? I have not. Let's, they're not loot boxes. They're surprise mechanics. Oh, no. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, I'm closing this. Terry Hopkins, EA's VP of Legal and Government Affairs. Um, I guess this is in, in dealing with the UK's current... Uh, stance on loot boxes and you know everyone's cracking down on loot boxes <clears throat> um so carrie here came out and said uh insist that the company's randomized purchases aren't loot boxes but rather surprise mechanics uh-huh. uh in an oral evidence se- session with the uk parliament's digital culture media and sport committee hopkins compares the mechanics to surprise toys which have been around for years whether it's kinder eggs or hatchimals or lol surprise I, which I have no idea what that is. I thought you guys banned Kinder Eggs in the States. They, in the States, they don't have Kinder Eggs. They now, have the Kinder many. Joy now. That's how they got around it. They separated the two, so half of it is chocolate and the other half is the toy. Oh. So like, they're, they're obvious separate parts now. That's how they got around it. I think too many Americans were eating the, the toys, right? <laughs> It, I mean that had no, to have like been it, it right? was like literally it was a choking hazard. That was literally yeah. the thing. Yeah, pe- people in the chat are confirming. Yeah. Um So what do you guys think? Are they surprise mechanics? That's so stupid. That's like literally stupid. If you like yeah. they are very literally a mechanic that is a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to find where they said this other part, but quite ethical. That's the was part. Apparently something else they said. That's the part that's uh, a little dicey for me. <laughs> it's just like, oh, they're quite ethical. Okay, well. Okay, here we go. Uh, we do think the way that we have implemented these kinds of mechanics, and FIFA, of course, is our big one, our FIFA Ultimate Team and our packs, is actually quite ethical and quite fun, quite enjoyable to people. I would love to talk to this person and ask how that's eth- how it's ethical. I want to know what their reason behind that is. Uh, let me see if it's because they can say we enjoy them and blah, blah, blah. But when you say they're ethical, I want to know how. <laughs> how are they ethical? I'm listening. I mean, I'm sure they're just looking like, hey, look, look how much money it's making. People <laughs> clearly want to spend this money or they wouldn't. Yeah. If it was a like if this was a if this was bad, people would not buy it. But look, they're buying. Yeah, this it. is ethical. <laughs> this is ethics right here. Look at this bank account. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, this was just really stupid. I love it. And that does it for news. Let's do some questions. We've got a bunch because we've been skipping them. All right. People want to send in questions. It's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. 
Uh, I'll read this first. I haven't read, read any of these. I'll read this first one from Matthew. Uh, okay, choose a superpower you'd like to have, and we all need to have different answers. Okay. Shape. Okay, there's two parts of this. Shape shifting. So okay. Flying. Okay, uh, if I say telekinesis, is that different enough from flying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then I pick telekinesis. Okay. Part two. Once everyone has their chosen power, come up with a weakness or disability for the other hosts oh. that makes their power functionally useless. Oh, for other Ooh. hosts. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And he gives an example. Uh, the power of super strength, the weakness has brittle bone disease. Mm. Uh, flight power, you can only fly one centimeter off the ground. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is definitely like a big like monkey monkey's paw. See, scenario. the one that I was like thinking for myself was, oh, it's obvious, and, like crippling fear of heights. I- That's also a good <laughs> That's one. A good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, what was yours again, John? Shapeshifting. Okay, shapeshifting. But but you can only shapeshift into shapeshifting. Like I don't know, like. A, I was trying to think of something just like awful, like a like an almost dead animal. I have I have a good weakness for me. If you you need to okay, go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the idea I, I was writing a character when I was working on the book uh, a while ago, and one of the characters I came up with was a shapeshifter that lost their memory every time they shapeshifted into something else. Okay, so they had they had oh, to have, so like somehow stuck. the the new version of them had to say a, a key word to get their memory back. But there was no way like the person had to like leave notes for them to actually get them to turn back to normal and stuff like that. So yeah, or, losing your memory. This is or just anamorphs. You only get to do it for 2 hours or you're stuck in it forever. Also a good weakness. Yeah. And then you're Tobias and and a bird. But then like Tobias got his second chance. He literally got his abilities back. Right. Because he touched like spirit Tobias or whatever it was. I still don't quite understand what happened in that one. He was part alien ends up. So he he, they like time traveled back so he could steal his own DNA and turn back into human him if he wanted. But he would lose his morphing powers. So he's just like, fuck it. I'll stay as a bird. Did you ever finish that series? No, but I, I heard things, man. I looked it up on heard, like yeah. Wiki and the ending is wow. Yeah, I never finished it, but I did the same thing. It gets like way dark. Super People dark. just die. Apparently, like those last couple books, it's like, yo, everyone reading this grew up. Like, let's do it. Let's get serious now. Anyway, How do you people even uh, know anything one. about Animorphs? What are you talking about? I've been reading Animorphs yeah, since we, before. We you all were grew up with born. Animorphs. <laughs> Who, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, I have I had the Scholastic Book Order. I own them all because three kept showing up every month, despite me not reading them that fast. <laughs> Just like Goosebumps. Yeah. I have all these books somewhere. Man, I was even reading like some of the prequel books about like the Andalites home planet. Yeah. I know the one you're talking about, the one that's like this thick and it's like yellow cover with like one of those fuckers on the cover of it. An Andalite. Yeah, I think yeah. That's what they were called. I'm surprised I even remembered the name Andalite. Um, I remember that book. Do you, you guys ever watch the show? No. <laughs> is it bad? Good? Oh, the Animorphs I'm show? Sure it, it, was, it was enjoyable. It had Sean Ashmore in it. That's literally the really? only thing I remember about that show. Oh, is Sean Ashmore. Right. It, it does, yes. And, and the, the theme song. I still remember the damn theme song for some reason. I don't remember that at all. How did it go? I bet the special effects look like garbage. Probably. <clears throat> 
Um, okay, I got a good weakness for, for yours, mine, yeah, yeah. but do you guys want to come up with one first? For telekinesis? Yours telekinesis. Okay. So basically, like, you know, like Jean Grey or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I was thinking psychokinesis okay. again. God damn it. <laughs> or I'll say mine. Okay. Thinking. So I can move things with my mind. Yeah. So I can make myself fly or whatever. I can move things around, but I can only do it if I'm naked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> I was going to say you can move things, but like it only moves like a centimeter an hour. So just really slowly. Just extremely oh. slowly, yeah. This is easy. Okay. Your telekinesis only works when people aren't looking. <laughs> aren't those two no. things combined literally a character from Mystery Men? There's a, dude, <laughs> it, 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 there's a dude in that movie that could only turn invisible if no one was looking at him. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna watch Mystery Men again. Damn. This is a good question. Good job. Uh is that it for that question? Okay. I yep, got the next one from Suku Suku. I was watching a let's play on Chrono Trigger and made me wonder games that let you input a name. How often do you change the default? If there is one, at what point do you feel obligated to keep the default name? I never change the default. First playthrough, say keep the name normal. Uh if there's a sure. default. Uh, unless it's like Zelda. Zelda's like the only exception because it's like, oh, he's always like, basically, sure. I, I consider playing another Zelda game like playing a second playthrough. So it's like, okay, I'll name it whatever I want. Sure. But yeah, if I ever do a second playthrough of a game with that option, though, I always go crazy with the names. I always do the default. Uh, I even remember like in like the Pokemon games when they they would ask you to name the rival, I would want it to be the default as well. Yeah. And I, but they won't they wouldn't tell you like what the default was, but I knew there had to be like a canon one. So I would look through the, the game manual for something that would say the guy's name and be like, OK, cool. And now I know the default for that one. I just really always wanted it to be the default. Right. Yeah. Or it's butthead. Mm. Also good. Also acceptable. Yep. Cool. Uh, John, why don't you take this one from Dead in Sky. Dead in Sky writes in and says, what motivates you to replay a game? Uh, extra content or really, really enjoying the game? Sure. Hardly anything. I mean, extra content, I guess, but I'd rather just play the extra content by itself. I hardly ever replay games. I usually will only replay a game if it's a short game uh, that I really enjoyed the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wanting to. I replay games consistently, so I'm playing Dead State Two again, like, and I played that just a few months ago. State of Decay Two. State of Decay. Yeah, Dead State's a different thing. Hebrew Lantern writes in. I guess this is more of a visual one, saying, "Is this the best controller ever?" And is it that Dragon Quest it thing? It's the Dragon Quest slime one. No. Again, I thought this had already come out. Uh, this is the third time things. they've made one of these. They started yep. on PS2, then it was yep. PS3, I think, or four, and now it's Switch. Okay, so there's a Switch one that looks like a slime. Yeah, no, they're terrible, actually. I've heard they're really bad for your hands. Yeah, a friend, a friend of mine, actually, John knows her too. Desiree has one from the PS2. Oh, and it's garbage. I tried using it. I was like, this sucks. John, you don't own one of these. What? You don't own one no. of these? They're, they're surprisingly hard to get. Um, you needed to have like a collector's edition of the game yeah. or you had to order it from like PlayAsia or somewhere. 
Right. That makes sense. Better than the chainsaw controller, though. I, I think I've only ever seen like one of these in the wild once. Like they're, yeah, they're, they're not ever common. These life. switch ones might make it common, but. Cool. I don't know why you would want this controller. Like, are you going to use this on other games? People get it for, like, to no. put it on their shelf. Honestly, it's just a cute little I, thing. I, yeah. It's like a statue. Yeah. Uh, Final Insanity asks or says the recent news about limiting the Pokemon program to Sword Shield has been stated as an inevitability given how massive the scope of the series continues to grow. With that knowledge, is it surprising this didn't happen sooner in Pokemon's life? Yes. Kinda, yeah, actually. Yeah. Kind of weird it took this long. Uh, on a lighter note, what's the worst experience trying out a new food? I got sick. Food poisoning. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but it probably boiled down to that. Yep. Uh, I can't really think of it. So I actually did have food poisoning recently, but I wasn't eating anything like new. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just odd. But I can't really think of a time typically where I tried a new food and then got sick immediately. Like immediately, yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten sick yeah, immediately. Lucky me. Either. <clears throat> Uh, All right, John, you're Andrew Lantern writes in and says, when Mario Odyssey came out, I was kind of lukewarm on it and didn't like the physics and felt like the depth perception was off, like Mario wasn't jumping where I felt he should be jumping. Lately, I picked it up again, and I'm, and at the, I'm at the food slash cooking world, and I'm liking it more and more. Either that, I'm, either that or I'm experiencing Stockholm Syndrome and I'm sympathizing with my captor. What games or other media, if you want, has this happened with you guys for? So a game you tried before and didn't like it, but then you played it again and it clicked. Mm. Uh, shit it's pretty rare that i'll go back to a game i don't like yeah Yeah. uh i guess i did that with gears of war one but i'm still just not a huge fan of that specific gears Mm -hmm. there has to be an answer here there has to be an answer i'm blanking too I mean, I played a bit of Mass Effect 1, wasn't super into it, played 2, loved it, went back and played 1, with, and then enjoyed it. So maybe that counts, I guess, I mean, Mass Effect 1. Sure. Lukewarm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Uh, Final Fantasy 8, probably. Was one for me. It took me a while to grow into it, but now it's like my favorite one. So probably that. I'll say that. Final Insanity says a few months ago I bought a humble monthly subscription to get Yakuza Zero cheaply with the intent of canceling it immediately afterwards. Months passed and I forgot to do that, only to find to my delight the backlog of monthly bundles uh, had had a bunch of games I'd intended on buying at some point. What's the best mistake you've ever made? I was going to do the joke answer of saying yes to being on this podcast. Mm. Um, Wow. (laughs) Best mistake. Yeah, just, you know, off the top of your head, best mistake you've ever made. I will say I'm not fortunate enough to say that most of my mistakes have been fortunate in any way. Kinda in the same boat. <laughs> uh, Best mistake. Hmm. 
The only thing I can only think of one example. It's really not that good of an example. Uh, a friend of mine, when we were in grade school, loaned me a, a game, an NES game, and then he moved after he loaned it to me and didn't want it back. So I kept it, and it ended up being one of the rarest NES games. So, <laughs> oh geez, that's pretty good. What game was it? Uh, Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. Has he ever asked for it no. back? Okay. Lucky you. I cannot think of anything off the top of my head. I can't either, honestly. My mistakes have been pretty detrimental. As mistakes tend to be. Yeah. Uh, Raster Man says, it's Father's Day. <laughs> At least over here it is. So you can tell we're behind here. Uh, yep. So in that respect, who or what is your favorite video game daddy? It can either be a real or fictional. And by daddy, I mean, well, I'll let you decide. <laughs> Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. Best daddy. Uh, oh, yeah. He has a dad. That's yeah. right. Gears Kratos four. is like pretty good in that game. Okay. He's a bad dad. <laughs> yeah, but his son's kind of bad, too. They're good. They're good <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking other. of Dream Daddy. What's that? Dream Daddy. <laughs> like and all of them except for all great dads. Brian, I think. Fuck, I hate Brian. Which one's Brian? I think he's the loudmouth with the kid that thinks he's like so great. The fat one with red hair. Oh, okay. fuck him. But he had the he had the Pokemon mini game. Fuck him. Piece of shit. But yeah, those daddies are pretty good. Yeah, this is some good daddies. Um, I guess they're not all dads, though, are they? I thought that was the point. Like the, well, no, you're a dad, aren't you? Yeah. You are a dad. Like you're the dream daddy. I think just about every character is an actual father. It, does the vampire goth dude have a, d- a kid? Yeah. Yes. He's the loner oh, kid. I don't remember that one at all. And I, I that went locked that your kid in one. the dungeon or something? Oh, right. There was a weird... Was that the goth yeah. dad? Yeah. Okay. What about... Um, the dude with the dreads, did he have a kid who takes you to the music show? That's the one only one I can't remember right now. Yeah, I don't remember either. Okay. I'm going to say yes, but I don't remember. <laughs> I Actually, yeah, now I want to say he does. Okay, anyways, those are all some good daddies. Yep. True. Big daddy in the chat was does uh, pretty good. Does Snake count? Snake? Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to say Big like Boss. Big Boss? Yeah. Does he count? Yeah, I will say Big Boss. He's my favorite okay. daddy. Big Boss is an excellent choice. Yeah. I can't think of any other dads at the top of my head. Just Yeah, just like dads in general. Yep. How about Big Daddy from Bioshock? People are yep. writing in now. Uh, Bowser? Yeah, Bowser's my answer, actually. <laughs> Dracula is not a good dad. True. But Alucard is Dracula backwards. Oh, shit. That's how you know he's a bad dad. (laughs) (laughs) I can't use a mirror, but your name will be one. (laughs) Uh, Next up, Hebrew Lantern again. 
To someone who has used both, do you prefer the North American or PAL slash APAC SNES controllers? If you're not aware, the North American ones have purple buttons and XY are concave and AB are convex. While the other controller is multicolored and all four buttons are convex. North American. 100%. Why would you guys go 100% of that? I like Uh, the the, concave uh, buttons and I like the color scheme better. It's naturally designed to have your uh, your the joint of your thumb on like the the ones that are sticking out and the one that's got the groove. Your thumb just rests in it. It's perfect. I do like the color scheme. Yeah, I of, like the, of the colors pa- of the for Japanese the, ones. Yeah, that's all I was gonna say. I haven't used both mm. though, so I don't like the colors of the like other one at all. I think it's ugly. <laughs> All right, last question uh, from Hayes AC. Guest characters in the Mortal Kombat franchise are always characters from horror, thriller, action movies. But what if they were from comedy and or romantic movies? Who would you put in the game from that kind of movie? And which would be his her fatality? My suggestion will be Derek Zoolander and his fatality would be him using the Magnum to astonish and kill his enemy. The mask. His fatality (laughs) is he he, he turns you into a balloon animal. Yeah, that's you good. You can do a few things with the mask. That's real good. Yeah, mask has a lot of great options. Damn. I'm gonna. The, yeah, the, I bet there's some great answers here. I'm gonna go Michael Jordan from Space Jam, <laughs> and he does something stretchy. He believes he can fly. He does something stretchy. Yeah. Can you think of like from that's a romantic comedy? That's though? what I'm trying. To, I always go to Hitch, but what the fuck would Hitch do? <laughs> Like, the only thing he does in that movie, besides, like, try to get Kevin James laid, is, like, get stunned by a bee, and I get his face all big. That's true. That's the thing, is a lot of these erratic comedies and whatnot, there's no, like, fight scene where it's like, oh, cool, then he used that move. Adam Sandler from Click is legitimately one of the, like, best things I've ever heard, just because of how that movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of his fatality being he uses the controller to just like um right it would be something similar to like um johnny cage's mm-hmm. uh like like uppercut over and over again or um the sand dude the time guy like hitting the person over and oh over no again, i was right? thinking and him some- like transferring him like into the future where he's old and decrepit and has to die alone without his kids loving him that's not a fatality or like is. that's what he did to the yeah, enemy yeah. you're saying yeah Oh, okay. Okay. It's mentally exhausting as well as murdering somebody, I guess. The co- the romantic one is really hard. <laughs> the romantic one is hard. That click was that that actually worked surprisingly. What action movie are character guest characters in MK from? Like Terminator. Oh, Predator. okay. I guess I never considered yeah. Predator action, but yeah, that makes sense. See, I barely <laughs> considered Predator one horror. Yeah, no, Thriller, I think, fits that a little bit. Yeah. I don't know what Predator... I get, Like, those movies became action, for sure. And, like, Spawn is confirmed for DLC for 10. Oh, or Spawn. For 11, rather. Sure, And yeah. the rumor is that... Uh, Evil Dead Ash Williams is also. I can right. see that. Sure. Okay. How about Mrs. Doubtfire? Okay. <laughs> and the fatality is something around yeah. like 
a pie in the face and then they light your chest on fire. No, no, it's gotta, it's gotta be like you, like the person just gets pulled into divorce court and has to deal with all the proceedings. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to think of like actors now and then a silly movie they've been in. Yeah. Okay, it's Vin Diesel from the is it the babysitter? The tooth fit the pacifier. Uh, pacifier, yeah. Pacifier. And he has to do that weird dance near the end of the movie to get into like the secret vault yep. that's in their shed or whatever. And I'm sad that I know that much. That's, that's one way my, more than I expected anyone to ever know about that movie. That's why top that five for Diesel movies, movie. man. Movie's good. <laughs> top five. All right. I got one. Okay. Kate Winslet's character rose from Titanic. The <laughs> stage floods and you push them off of the thing that saves <laughs> you. You just say there's not enough, enough room. On the door. There's not enough room. <laughs> yeah. Back. And like the whole time, the other character's like, no, but there is just like, there's a, just slide over just a little bit. There's, it's a whole door. Yeah. But she's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, man. That'd be pretty funny. The water's about the only thing cold in that scene. Damn, girl. Gotta let him on. All right. That's it for questions this week. If you want to send in questions, it's uh, topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter at the Discord channel or John's P.O. Box. What are your games of the week? Cadence. Bloodstained. I'll also go with Cadence. Uh, all right. If you're a $10 backer on the Patreon, submit your stuff uh, soon because I totally forgot to put that up last week. So there's only a couple days. Uh, but this Friday, we'll be putting up the poll for the July TDP Plus games. So get ready to vote for those. Other than that, uh, the show's done and we'll see you next week. Bye. Later. See ya.